I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. What are you drinking? Vinny. Cake bread. Chardonnay. Haney. McUltra. Vinny and Haney. 105.7. The Fan. Woman Crush Wednesday. Pick the songs. We'll play them. Favorite female artist or band. 1057 The Fed. Bob Hitty with you. Vinny's off today. Nolan McGraw, other side of the glass. Ravens uh, in London taking on the Titans. Practicing today. John Harbaugh going to meet with the media, I believe, soon. We're going to hear from him coming up in the 12 o'clock hour. Orioles, unfortunately, season comes to an end. Quietly. Losing 7-1 last night to Texas. Here to try to figure things out. Brilliant regular season. Obviously a disappointing postseason. He's Oriole Hall of Famer. Played in the playoffs himself, so he knows what he's talking about. He's on the WGK Law Guest Hotline. He's our colleague on Baltimore Baseball Tonight. Brought to you by Salvo Auto Parts. He's Mike Bordick. Bordy, what's happening? Hey, good morning, Bob. How are you, man? I'm good. You escaped the clutches of Keith Cavanaugh finally. <laughs> I did. I had a great time. It was uh, it was a somber crowd, though. It didn't take long to kind of get, get us quiet in there. We were fired up, uh, but yeah, it was a tough game for sure. All right, Dean Kramer pitches game three over Kyle Gibson. It's always hindsight, Bordy, as we know, but did you have an issue with it then? Do you have an issue with it now? No, I think there was anticipation that he would uh, – I don't know, have a little bit more on his side, I guess, and, and, and maybe be able to uh, get deeper into the ball game. Um, I, you know, I, I think the results may have been the same with Gibson starting this ball game. Texas's lineup is hot right now. Uh, Seeger getting things going for them uh, to kind of set the tone. Uh, but one through nine, yeah, they were really tough. So, I, I no, I don't have a problem with – Either one. Um, you, you wish the pitches would have been executed a little bit better um, and that, you know, the Orioles would have just given a better showing in the postseason. Now, 97, I keep hearkening back to that team, which is one of the great teams in the history of the Orioles, wire-to-wire AL East champs. You guys lost to Cleveland razor-thin games. This Orioles yeah. team outside of game one, they got their asses kicked. Let's be honest here. Games two and games three. What's the learning experience for the guys? Because most of this core, Mike, is going to be back next year. Yeah, I, you know, I just think uh, the experience in and of itself, this whole year for this team, obviously will be something that will, will help them down the road. Um, but one thing I just want to proceed with caution with is that, 
you know, we finished that 97 season feeling pretty good. Like we were one of the best teams in baseball and we never made it back. Right. And I'm not saying that this young team won't ever make it back. We're all hoping, but it's just not that easy to assume that this team is going to be as good as they were this year. I mean, I think this year was pretty magical in that they, they just played better than any other team in baseball uh, for in, in every aspect, if you ask me. And I actually thought they were going to go to the World Series. And um, so it's unfortunate in that regard. Um, yeah, let's hope they do make it back there. Let's hope that there are, there are more pitchers on the horizon kind of growing in the farm system and maybe uh, that the Orioles have an eye on for possible deals because that's ultimately what it comes down to the depth of your pitching staff. Um, Ivaldi, you know, he pitched another great postseason game and the Orioles don't have that guy yet. And, and, and hopefully who knows, maybe one of our own guys grows into that guy. Um, but it'd be nice to have a horse that has had a track record and somebody that can, that you can count on to at least to get a postseason win and then hope that gets the uh, ball rolling. Now we talk about Mike, the mismatch of the series. It's a sweep. Ending, you know, two of the games for all intents and purposes were blowouts there, games two and three. But it was Bruce Bochy in the dugout from Texas who's going to the Hall of Fame and, and uh, Brandon Hyde making his first playoff uh, experience, getting it as a manager. He did get a ring with Chicago. Did you notice a mismatch there over the course of three games? Well, I, I just think that the postseason is such a, a different uh, kind of animal for all managers. And I think they were both tested um, to some degree. Um, I don't know, but, but looking over at Bochi, it didn't look like his, his pulse got up too high. I think he just lets his guys do his thing and, and uh, trust um, some of the guys, you know, he's had out there. I, I mean, think about this uh, in Baltimore, he lets, uh, you know, uh, the big lefty there, uh, go after two walks. You'd think he'd pull him right out of the game. Oh, and he Chapman. Ends up Chapman. Yeah. yeah, and Chapman ends up rolling over a double play ball and, and getting out of that inning. And last night, he walks the bases loaded, and he doesn't trust him to get that out there at, at the end, so he has to go to the bullpen to kind of finish it up. So, I don't know. He's, he's got a good feel for his guys. I think Brandon is an exceptional manager. There are some questionable moves that, that sometimes I just think managers nowadays, especially – it, 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 the decision making is 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 tougher to some degree because I think there's an analytic side that supports one way to do things, and then of course the manager's gut feelings, which I believe in because you know he's been there all year. He knows his guys better than anybody, and um, I just think he may have gotten caught a little bit on a couple uh, decisions. But hey, he he put his best foot forward. I, I don't think the Orioles played their best baseball here probably the last couple weeks of the season, you know, and um, uh, it's unfortunate because I think they did deserve better. Yeah, bats went kind of quiet there. Mike Bordick, Oriole Hall of Famer, joining us here. Bob Haney with you on this Woman Crush Wednesday. Orioles season comes to an end. 7-1 getting swept by the Texas Rangers. Gunnar Henderson, three hits last night. The only ribby hit 500 in the series. Adley, on the other hand, he hit below 100. What do each gain? Because they're the two guys, let's be honest here. What do they gain from this experience? One was good, one not so much. Yeah, you know, each year, they're both so young. I think it will just bring different found confidence, and, 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 and they just are going to learn more about each other, um, themselves personally and continue to grow. These guys are great pros. 
I, I'm happy for Gunner. I, I think sometimes younger players just, you know, they just they're kind of careless, carefree. They just go and play the game, and that's where we could kind of see kind of Gunner settling in. I think Adley really took that, you know, moniker as a team leader, um, and, and might have tried just a little bit too hard. I, I think he'll continue to relax and 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 become just an incredible. Uh, major league player and I'm sure he'll have better postseason days ahead of him all right Mike now we look at the offseason because the other teams Texas for instance they move on to the next phase of their postseason runs here for the birds I mean Flaherty's a free agent Gibson's a free agent Frazier's a free agent among others where do the upgrades need to be and is this an opportunity maybe for ownership to spend a little dough, not to mention the fact that arbitration is going to cost them some dollars this off season as well. Yeah. You know, and now the times get really interesting for the Orioles and, and, and we're talking about sustainable success. So, you know, 500 last year, uh, incredible record this year with 101 wins, uh, winning the uh, American league East. That in and of itself, uh, you should win a trophy and a ring and all that good stuff just for winning the American <laughs> League East, if you ask me, because it ain't easy to do. Um, but, you know, and and now it's about, okay, we, we expect to win now. I mean, we everybody's got that feeling, and now it's how do we keep it sustainable. So there are going to have to be moves made. We've got a boatload of talent in the minor leagues. We obviously don't want to start spending, um, you know, to the point where we get locked down and bog ourselves down. There's just a really incredible opportunity to be smart with this, test the market, see what you can possibly get out there, because I don't care. We can go through the names and we'll feel great about the pitchers we list off, but we need more, man. We need more depth. We need minor league depth. We got hurt with depth at the end. And then we need to be able to position ourselves once again to be at the trade deadline. And who knows, maybe a little bit more aggressive, to get somebody a, a quality horse that you know makes sense for the Orioles at that time. So, um, and that's something I think we're going to look back on too. I mean, we've got I think as an organization have to learn from what we just went through and the moves that we made at the deadline. Even though probably fell right into a pattern with how the Orioles have gone in, in uh, recent off seasons as far as how they want to take a chance on guys. Look, high spin rate. He throws a hundred. We can try to work them out. Fujinami didn't work out, you know, and either did Flaherty. And, and that's too bad because there was a golden opportunity, even though we won the wet or the East, to just gain just another little foothold and maybe it would have gotten us further into the postseason. All right, Mike Bordicorio, Hall of Famer, last thing for you. Felix Batiste is out for next year. Tommy John surgery, he is done. Yanir Cano made the All-Star game, which is great, but he was hitting a lot of bats in the second half of the season. How big is closer going to be on the to-do list for Mike Elias? Because I've already said that Josh Hader wouldn't be a bad addition, but he's not going to be cheap, that's for sure. No, no, Hader wouldn't be cheap. No, I think they're going to keep their eye out again. And and who knows, maybe they they think they can, they can uh, you know, work with Fujinami because he's got that kind of similar repertoire. They were able to kind of finally fi- fix Batista to be – um, boy, he was on pace to be an MVP candidate if he had stayed healthy uh, this past season. So, you know, I think they're going to go out and look for those kind of arms, those kind of uh, specs, I guess, on the analytics with the spin rates and how a guy's breaking ball is. And, and, and 
you know, find some of the better guys and see if they can work deals to get them. Uh, they really have been amazing at how they've worked the system the last couple of years to find these diamonds in the rough and, 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 and develop them at the major league level of uh, so many of these guys and come out on top. So, you know, kudos to them to have that ability, but I think they can, they can take, raise the bar a little bit and, and maybe uh, try to find guys with more proven track records so they don't have to take those chances that luck will run out uh, eventually on some of these guys. But uh, yeah, I think they have to go out and look for a closer too. Somebody that fits that bill. Mike Bordick, Oriole Hall of Famer. Bordy, I want to say it on the air, and I'll say it to you uh, in private. It was a pleasure again working with you, Baltimore Baseball Tonight, brought to you by Savo Auto Parts. Had uh, two winning seasons. Hopefully we can run it back in 2024 and take it to another level, if you know what I'm saying. I hear you, man. Yeah, it was a blast. Bob, you're a great pro. Um, you know, Ryan Ripken, Jim Hunter was an awesome uh, team. And love coming to work and getting in there and talking shop because it was so much fun talking Orioles baseball this year. Um, so, yeah, I look forward to it. And just the future is bright, I think, here in Birdland. And hopefully we can get you paid next year. We'll work on that. Too. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> All right. See you. Mike Bordick, everybody. It's Vinny at 8105.7. The fan. Vinny's off. Bob Haney with you. We'll come back. Whip around. Cordell's joining us. Talk about the Orioles and the Ravens. John Harbaugh's talking to the media. We're going to hear from him at 12. But we'll get to your phone calls as well later in the hour. Orioles season is done. Your thoughts here on this Woman Crush Wednesday. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Vinny and Hades with Brought to you by Box Hill Pizzeria and Crab Cakes. The best crab cakes in Harford County. 1057 The Fan. All right, whip around here on this Woman Crush Wednesday. Got to get through as quickly as possible because Cordell Woodland is going to be joining us at the bottom of the hour. Talk Orioles and Ravens with him. Maryland coming up Saturday, 3.30. Taking on Illinois. Terps coming off that tough loss at Ohio State. Didn't embarrass themselves. 
if anything, probably kicking themselves for letting a 10 nothing lead disappear. 17-10, third quarter. Maryland is 5-1, and 2-1 in the Big Ten. Illinois 2-4, 0-3. Maryland 14-point favorites in this ballgame. We'll talk about it tomorrow. Damon Evans and Friday with Keith Calvin on about Terps. Got Northwestern and Illinois back-to-back weeks. Then you got Penn State looming. So 7-1. and one. Talk about leveling up. Time for Maryland to level up. Could this be a 9, dare I say, 10-win season for Mike Loxley? But better beat Illinois or it won't be NBA. The Wizards beat, uh, what is it here? Cairns, Taipans? Yeah, I saw that when I opened very, ESPN. Uh, uh, Ron Burgundy <laughs> said, go bleep yourself, Sandy. But anyway. 148, 145 to 82. Kyle Kuzma had 22 points for the Wiz. And I don't think they're going to be half bad this year. They're not going to win the East, but they could be in the 7, 8, 9, 10 kind of thing. Get you some playoff run there. See, Atlanta beat Cleveland, 108, 107. Bruno Fernando, former Turp, had two points, four boards there. Miami, 113, 109. Haywood Highsmith. 113-109 113-109 over Charlotte. Hit with Hyde Smith, Curly. He had eight. Houston, let's see. 122-103, Indiana. Jalen Smith, Sticks, Maryland. Mount St. Joe, 11-6 there. And it was Memphis, 108-102, Milwaukee. Santel Dama, Loyola Greyhound, had 7-6, seven 7.6 seven boards. By the way, since Hoops has started, NBA, if I forget a guy, and I'm asking you, the listener, If there's someone who went to high school here or a local college that made it to the NBA and I don't mention them, feel free to check in, and we appreciate the help, no doubt about it. NHL season started last night, defending Stanley Cup champs. Las Vegas all over Seattle, 4-1. It was Tampa Bay, 5-3 over the Preds. And Chicago beat the Penguins, 4-2. I think they were down 2-zip. Connor Bedard, most ballyhooed draft pick, Coming to the NHL in quite some time. Had an assist and was uh, peppering the goal with five shots there. This day in sports history, it is October the 11th. Let's see, 1970, Cincinnati, Riverfront Stadium. Game two of the World Series. Orioles were down for zip. But the Birds scored five in the fifth. Boot Powell got him on the board with a solo shot in the fourth. And then the Orioles erupted. Elrod Hendricks, two-run double was the difference there. Tom Phoebus, speaking of Mount St. Joe, he gets the win for the Orioles in relief of Mike Cuellar, who got uh, he got rocked on that particular day. 1971 World Orioles were up, by the way, two zip in the World Series. They win in five. 1971, Memorial Stadium, game two against the Pirates. Orioles blow them out 11-3. Brooks Robinson, three for three, three ribbies. Reach base all five times. David Johnson and Jim Palmer, who pitched that day, both had two ribbies. Jim Palmer went eight and a third. Ten Ks, eight walks, though. Gave up a homer to Richie Hebner there late, which prevented the shutout. Nolan, hey, if you were alive for this one, you would have been running extremely hot. With the win, Orioles went up two zip in the World Series. One sports writer predicted before the series, it was such a mismatch, Orioles in three. That's how they would dominate. Then the birds would go to Riverfront, lose three in a row. And things changed dramatically. 2001, college football. Maryland Terrapins, ranked number 22. 
Stun number 15, Georgia Tech, 20 to 17 in overtime in Atlanta. Nick Novak, who had sucked. I had season tickets back then and watched him miss extra point in field goal after field goal. But he kicked a 46-yarder as time expired to tie it and then a 26-yarder to win it, and he became he became Justin Tucker. He went on to have a multi-year career in the NFL. Terps 20-17 to over Georgia Tech to improve to 6-0 in the year. They would win the ACC championship and go to the Orange Bowl. Ralph Friedman's first year. And three years ago today at M&T Bank Stadium, Ravens taking on the Bengals. They were still the Bungles at this time, and Lamar Jackson made them pay. Quick snap, Murray pulls it down twice and under the end zone for the touchdown. Mark Andrews, his fifth TD catch of the season. CBS on the call, great gumble. Mark Andrews, Hollywood Brown. Both had TD receptions. Uh, Justin Tucker kicked two field goals. Patrick Queen scoop and score, 53 yards. Ravens sacked Joe Burrow seven times. The big news here was that... uh, Taylor kicked a field goal in the final minute to prevent the shutout. And Wink was all bent out of shape. 27-3 final score in this game. Ravens beat the Bengals. That was three years ago already. We were working from home then, Nolan. It was COVID time in these parts and beyond. When we come back, Cordell Woodland talk about the Orioles season coming to an end and look ahead to the Tennessee Titans coming up Sunday at 9.30. It's in London. Last time the Ravens were there, they got embarrassed. They're trying to avoid that from happening. Again, we're at Sports and Social from 6 to 9. Baltimore Game Day Uncensored pregame show. Me and Ken Wyman, we're kicking it off at 6 o'clock in the morning. Sports and Social. There's pancakes. There's definitely going to be a Bloody Mary in my future. But I've never seen Ken Wyman at 6 o'clock in the morning. That's going to be an interesting thing to witness. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Your sports information station, 105.7 The Fan. What do we got here, Woman Crush Wednesday? Uh, Christina Aguilera. Not feeling it. It's not moving. Then again, it's not about me. It's about the people, what they want to hear on Woman Crush Wednesday. Pick the song. We'll play it. Favorite female artist or band. It's Vinny and Haney. Bob Haney with you. Vinny's off today. Orioles are off for the summer or for the fall into the winter. 
Ravens are off to London. John Harbaugh, Lamar Jackson meeting with the media. We'll hear from them top of the hour. News from the nest as they get ready for Tennessee here to talk about both subjects because he covers both teams. He's on Shaking It Up Sports Weeknights here on The Fan. He's on the WGK Law Guest Hotline. Let's welcome in Cordell Woodland. Cordell, what's going on? What's up, Bob? Uh, a little of this, a little of that. We'll start with our birds, the original birds, that is, the Orioles. Uh, great season with a lot of loud noises, a lot of loud crowds, a lot of excitement. I mean, you were there this weekend down at Camden Yards. It was out of control, and it was beautiful to see. But now here we sit, not even a week later, and the season comes to an end. How would you assess what happened to them in the playoffs and should anything that happened over the course of three games dampen anything that happened over a buck 62? Oh, definitely not. Uh, what happened over the last week? I mean, look, you get into October, every team you play is going to be a good team. So um, I, I don't think that this should minimize the great season that they had this year. They took a huge step forward uh, after last year, which even last year took a huge step forward. It's tough to, you know, continue to build uh, and continue to progress. We've seen teams in the past that have good years and then they regress. And that hasn't been what the Orioles have done to this point. You can make the argument maybe they regressed in the postseason this year, but from season to season, you've got to like what you see from this team. And I still believe that the future is bright, but this is going to be a pivotal offseason. In terms of the postseason, I, I just think that they went up against a, a hot team, um, which when you look at it uh, a little far away, and then especially when you, when you watch the games, it was really a bad matchup, I, I think, for this Orioles team that you look look at them throughout the season, as great of a season as they had, it was a lot of times that this team would start games off slow. And against a Texas offense like this, you just aren't afforded that opportunity to wait until the sixth or seventh inning for something offensively to happen for you. This team is just coming out of the gates. They're coming out of the gates swinging and they're, and they're hitting everything. And uh, I, I mean, you got some man, you got some Brandon Hyde decisions that you could probably question. Um, it's, it's a combination of everything, the five days off. I, I don't think there's one answer, but I don't want to minimize how good of a team Texas is because they are a really good baseball team. And you talk about the high decisions as Cordell, as you know, in the playoffs, more people are watching, so there's more scrutiny. I mean, the bandwagon fans, even locally, are now watching everything that's being done. I was against the Westberg pool in the game one yeah. Saturday. I thought he should have let Bradish in, quite frankly. But game two, yeah. Baker, then bringing Webb back in after Grayson struggled. By the way, I have no problem with Grayson starting game two. And then even maybe yesterday, if you really want to nitpick, you know, Mateo four hits, Hicks five ribbies, and they're on the bench to start the game. I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, it's magnified. Should it be in these situations? Oh, definitely. I mean, this is what they play for, right? right. I mean, Brandon Hyde, is, he'll t I think he'd be the first one to tell you, you know, this is – this is what he wants. He wants to be able to get to these types of games and manage in these big time situations and have his decisions, you know, scrutinized the way that they are now, now because that means you're doing something right. If you're playing this time of year, um, I, 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 a lot of what you said were kind of my issues. I mean, you look at Jordan Westberg. I, I, I just didn't look, he got one at bat in game one. He's taken out so early. It's not like this dude is a liability in the field either. 
Um, right. And I would make the argument he's better than the guy that they replaced him for in the field. Uh, and, and so you, and it's just the fact that you watch Westbrook throughout the series and he just looked comfortable, even last night. I mean, you look at the long at bat he had in that game last night. Ultimately, it ends in a strikeout, but that was one of the better at bats that the team had last night. So I, I just, I just thought that they kind of went away from him a little too soon. Um, the Bradish thing is crazy because. I was surprised to see Bradish go back out there for the fifth inning, considering how the fourth inning went for him. And he minimized the damage to his credit. Right. And like you, he kind of looked like he got back on track. So I'm like, okay, let's let's see where this goes. And he gets, what, two outs in the fifth, and, and Brandon Hyde comes out to get him. And I, I, I don't know. I mean, Cologne was good, but obviously the web move is what kind of did them in. And uh, Baker, just those two guys who – you know, Webb was good for them throughout the season. Baker had his moments. It, it was more down than up for Baker this year. That's the one that I've really questioned. Um, outside of that, Kramer last night, he's got, look, he's got a lot on his mind right now that goes beyond just baseball. Um, I didn't really have an issue with the decision to go with Kramer initially just because Kramer's been so good in big games. But as we get closer to the game and you see what's all going on, you know, in his home country and everything, it's, it, it, it does seem like it was a lot going on for him. Um, and not to say that he hasn't had those moments in his career as well where he kind of gets blitzed early. He has. I'm not saying that's the only reason it happened last night. It's just we're all looking for reasons, and, and the, the answer is it's just not one. Cordell Woodland joining us here. It's video at 81057 The Fed. Bob Hitty with you on this Woman Crush Wednesday. All right, let's get to the Ravens. Four-point favorites against Tennessee. Uh, Lamar and Harbaugh have already met with the media. We'll hear from them coming up top of the hour. I don't want to get into hyperbole here, Cordell, but I think for October, the whatever date it's going to be, 14th, this is about as must-win as you can get because you come home for Detroit. Yeah, you get Arizona, but then Seattle and the divisional play starts to ramp up, especially after you let one get away big time against the Steelers last week. I totally agree with you. I mean, for whatever. And, I and I mean, yes, you, every game in the NFL almost feels like a must-win because these get, every game means so much. But you get to talking about must-win situations. This does feel like a must-win situation. And I, I really can't tell you why. Because we're still in the first half of the season. Yeah, they got Detroit at home. But Arizona, I mean, Arizona's been a little better than I anticipated them being this year. But James Conner's hurt right now. So that changes the landscape of that team for sure. Um, Seattle is going to be a tough battle. Then you got the Browns again, the Bengals, the Chucks. I mean, it. It, ne- it never truly lightens up. And I just feel like for morale, maybe that's why I feel like this is a must-win game for them. I think this they just need this game for themselves, not necessarily when it comes to the standings or the division or anything like that. I just think they need to go out there and play a complete game and beat a team that they're supposed to beat uh, on, on a big-time stage out in London. They, they just need this game coming off the clunker that they had in Pittsburgh. And look, they after that Colts game, they came out sharp for the most part against the Browns. Um, I, I think that we're going to see a similar type of situation, or at least you hope to, on Sunday against the Titans because uh, they, they have to find a way to make up for how bad they looked last week. Cordell Woodland, shake it up sports when we hear you on the air again. 
probably next week, maybe, you know, so much going on. Baseball playoffs are still continuing. We've got football on a, a couple of days during the week. So uh, I'll find a time to kind of sneak in there in the midst of all the sports that we're airing on the station. Well, come on down to uh, Maryland Live Sports and Social uh, Sunday at 6 o'clock. We'll have a seat for you. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) all right cordell talk to you soon man all right i'll talk to you there's cordell will and everybody on the wgk law guest hotline we'll come back reset on the phones we'll get your call in here news from the nest coming up at noon going to hear from john harbaugh and lamar who met with the media buy or sell where's the midweek money we'll find out at 12 15 former nfl all pro chad brown's going to be joining us talk about at National Football League heading into week six and his impressions of what he has seen so far. And up on lunch at one o'clock, Ryan Wilson, CBSSports.com. He is never short on opinions. And, you know, he does that draft stuff too. Who are some of these draft board risers that he's seen so far in college football? Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. your headphones in and ignore your co-workers 1057 the fan woman crush wednesday video at haiti 1057 the fan bob haiti with it video's off today nolan mcgraw other side of the glass news from the nets coming up top of the hour gonna hear from john harbaugh and lamar jackson from london coming up sunday against tennessee 9 30 in the morning baltimore game day uncensored pregame show Brought to you by Rice Murtha Pesaurus. We're at Sports and, uh, Sports and Social. How many times I'm going to screw that up over the next two days? Sports and Social. And I'm kind of pumped because I go to Maryland Live all the time and I've been to Sports and Social because I live 10 minutes away from Arundel Mills. I'm going to get in there and do the old Fred Flintstone. Bah, 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 bah. I'll see that uh, slot machine and the bright colors and noises. Like most imbeciles, I'll be uh, sucked in. We'll get you ready for the Ravens in Tennessee. Ravens four-point favorites. And get your thoughts here, people, on whether or not this is a must-win game, even though it's only week six. Orioles were in a must-win situation last night. They lost. Season is over. Let's go to Rashawn in Baltimore. Rashawn, thanks for holding, man. How you feeling today? Oh, man, a little down, man. But, you know, I had time to reflect this morning. That's right. And, um, you know, like the <laughs> Orioles definitely overachieved, though, you know, this year. No one expected them to win 101 games. And no. And, you know, and be a, a World Series contender. So, you know, I mean, they overachieved. They kept me interested in baseball up until football season. And I was so much into the Orioles, I wasn't really, you know, that into the football season yet, honestly. You know, well, you can do two just, things at one time. I mean, I, you know, I, yeah, you multitask. Sure. I mean, I'm down with both of them, including college football. And now that baseball, well, I'm still going to follow the playoffs, but you got uh, the Ravens, you got the mm-hmm. Terps, you got college hoops is starting, NBA's got, oh, there's plenty to get into. Yeah, there's plenty. Sure. It is a lot. Yeah, yeah it is a lot. But, um, you know, at the end of the day, you know, I'm looking forward to the upcoming years with the Orioles. I think they're going to be contenders and everything. And 
I done went to more Orioles games this year than I haven't done my whole life. You know, yeah, I saw you down there a lot. And, and and we want to thank you, not to kiss your ass, because you know I'm not an ass kisser, but <laughs> I appreciate you popping in. Nolan will say the same, and Joe LaCroix, and, and Bordy, and Ryan, and Jim Hunter, because uh, Rashawn did. He paid tribute at uh, Pickles. And you know what yeah. he never did? He never came empty-handed, which never, is most yeah. important. Nolan did, ironically enough, that one time, but that's another story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, but, but the you know, future's um, bright, no doubt. And I know Mike talked about it. Mike Bordick, the 97 Orioles, they were a little up there with some of the players. It was a veteran, was team. A veteran team. And then um, Davey Johnson resigned on the day, one manager of the year. So that went haywire. This team's got a lot of young studs. And I'd be stunned if Brandon Hyde quits the day wins manager of the year. Yeah, they do. And I, I just hope um, Hyde can get it together. You know, switch things up a little bit. Because like the one caller said earlier, you know, he tried to get a little bit too cute with, with certain stuff. You know, like personally, I would have started Gibson yesterday. And um, I still don't understand the situation bringing Baker in. Why was he even, even on this roster, though? Like, yeah, that's, Bauman, that's got you know, a lot of people. Yeah, Bauman won 10 games. Rashawn, thanks for the call, man. We're coming up top of the hour. But, yeah, that was a head-scratcher. For a lot of people, Oriole fans and media alike, and this is not to disrespect Brian Baker by any means, but maybe, ironically enough, the injury to John Means had a lot to do with him being on that roster. All right, Nolan, you've had an hour or two hours. Wow, we're flying through. Two hours to reflect. Are you feeling any better than you did when we started the show? A little bit. I guess we ripped the bandaid off. It happened early. The damage was done early in the game. We didn't linger around, blow a late lead or anything like that. But I did like what Mike Bordick said earlier about the future not being guaranteed. I think we all believe that there is a bright future for this team. And we talked about them hanging around in the dugout, watching the Rangers celebrate. You know, I think back to 2012, I remember a young rookie, Manny Machado, sitting there watching the Yankees celebrate after winning that divisional series and you're sitting there watching that saying this is just the beginning going to be a bright long future for this team with Machado and others leading the way and sure they had 2014 they had 2016 where they made the postseason but you look back over that four or five year span the opportunities were slim and there's a lot of reasons for that and this team could be very different But what Bordick said is true. There are no guarantees. Enjoy the moment. Enjoy the 100-win season because it might not happen again with this core. I think, and this is just me, and I'm not trying to drink the orange Kool-Aid, I think the ceiling is way higher for this group than that one. Let's not forget Manny Machado blew out his knee at the end of 2013 and then did it again in 14. Nick Markakis left after 2014. I mean, they got lightning in a bottle seasons from Nelson Cruz and Mark Trumbo. I think there's more of a in-house core. And there was no, well, maybe Kevin Gaussman could have been that guy, but there was no Grayson Rodriguez coming up through the ranks. Mm-hmm. You thought Bundy was the guy, and then you drafted Hunter Harvey, and then Gauss, it just injuries derailed Harvey and Bundy. Gaussman really didn't get it together until, quite frankly, went to San Francisco. And now dealing for the uh, Toronto Blue Jays. So I think the ceiling much higher, farm system much more powerful oh, the talent, than it was back then. The talent difference, no doubt. Yeah. Uh, but you mentioned the injury. I mean, that could happen. I, I'm not, you know, I don't think I'm going out on a limb here, but injuries happen. We saw it with Bautista. Now he's out for an entire year. Right. And who knows how much longer into the following season. So this stuff happens. 
you know, winning 100 games is hard. Advancing in the postseason is hard. So sure, this team will probably have plenty more postseason opportunities, but actual World Series opportunities, they are hard to come by. Well, the Orioles haven't been to the World Series in 40 years. Mm -hmm. It's going to be 41 now going into 2024, but I think the foundation is there for a long... Just look at the Braves. Who's Atlanta's best starting pitcher? This year, Strider. And any homegrown guy? Mm-hmm. And Max Freed kind of from their system, too? Mm-hmm. I mean, they're... Well, Braddish they traded for, but Grayson, the way Hall was dealing, do you put him back in the rotation? I'm kind of for that, but who knows? Maybe he's best suited to do what he did. Look, D.L. Hall in May, we weren't even talking about him as being a part of the team, much less being an integral part of what they tried to do in September and October. I just think that this it's a high ceiling. If you spend a little more money, then you maybe raise it even a little more here. Josh Hader, I don't know why. It just keeps sticking in my head. Josh Hader. Don't be a hater. Sign Hader. Boy, that was lame. We're going to come back. News from the Nash. John Harbaugh. I can get, he, he can hate the media at certain times. You know, like when his team drops seven passes and blows a game they should have won. Is he feeling that sort of uh, hate today? We'll talk about that and more news from the Nash next Woman Crush Wednesday. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t-mobile.com. 